that's why they call me so shady I'm back That's why they call me so shady I'm back From Loudwire Eminem peered, appeared in a classic corn video before he was famous. If you look real close at corn's, I'm reading from that article. If you look real close at corn's classic video, Forgot the Life, you may catch a second of one of rap's great talents before he was famous. A young Marshall Mathers was an extra on the set, Forgot the Life, Ooh. and he may have shown up looking for his big break. <laughs> That's hilarious. Actually, the picture's great too. Do you see this? Yes. Young, oh, that's awesome. Fresh faced, fat. Yeah, that would have been like Eminem. <clears throat> late nineties, I guess. Like ninety seven or something. Yeah, mid nineties. Do you yeah. you remember that? Uh, I remember that song. Yeah, I remember that in too. High school, I yeah. guess. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get that out <laughs> so nobody knows how old I am. <laughs> Eminem's cameo is only momentary, but he ma- managed to make an impression on guitarist Monkey, even though he was wasted during the video shoot. <laughs> Uh, There were some extras on the set of our video, Got the Life. Some kid came up to me and gave me his demo, Monkey recalls. I was really drunk and I was like, parentheses, out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. He's like, hey, check it out, I'm a rapper. And I'm like, I'm just a guitar player. Turned out that kid that was on our video was Eminem. He was an extra in that video. I vaguely remember that happening. Yeah. I definitely believe vaguely remembering that happening. It's a shame oh, yeah. that Corn has had to deal with substance abuse issues forever. Yeah. Since day one. <clears throat> there one of the guys is out of the band right I don't know if he's he's not out, but he's not touring with the band right now. Yeah. For that reason. Hmm. I read something. One of the band members was like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna just uh, watch him kill himself." Well, yeah. So I, I mean, don't know what he's addicted to, but I mean, presumably they have. Uh, I mean, I think most of the members are the same members, so they, you know, yeah, they know each other. They're friends. Read about uh, what's his face from Last Dance with Mary Jane. That guy, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Yeah, taking heroin. Yeah. <laughs> you think of Tom Petty as. Look, in the 70s, everybody was doing it. I remember Shooting reading... heroin? God, I... <laughs> Snorting it? I don't know what it's... Smoking it's, it? It's, uh... No, it's amazing some of those people survive, because I remember reading the, uh, book... I forget what it's called. It's a book about punk in New York in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And, you know, Richard Hell was on heroin, like everyone was. Mm. And there was some point where he just, like, took it in the bathtub, and he just, like... Basically, he just survived by pure luck, because he just, like, nodded off, and, like, fell beneath the water, basically. And somebody just happened to walk in the bathroom and just catch him and like oh pull him up. Gosh, just all lucky. kinds of stories like that. It's insane. I've never had what you would call a near death experience, except yeah. for maybe one, and that was when I went swimming at the lake. Yeah, at a friend's house, and there were a bunch of people there. It was for the Fourth of July, and he. Okay, so we were. We were sort of at the end of... All right, so the lake is almost like a cul-de-sac, and there are all these docks around. And my buddy jumps in the water, and he's like, I'm going to swim to that dock over there. And he swims <laughs> across. It wasn't that far, but it's, you know, pretty far. Farther than you Swims think. across yeah. to this dock, and I decided I was going to follow him. And I am not a great swimmer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. There's something about my body that is just not good at swimming. 
And so I jumped in there and followed him, and I swam all the way across and got out, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. And then he jumps in and swims back across, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I was tired, so now I'm looking like, well, I could walk around. (laughs) But there's that voice that's like, do you want to look like the biggest wuss in the world by just walking around? Anyway, I jump in. And I start swimming, and I'm get, I'm about halfway back, and my and all of a sudden alarm bells are going off in my head. Yeah, I'm like oh my god, this was a huge mistake. <laughs> I'm so tired. So I flip over on my back, and I'm like doing the back stroke, which I don't float great. Yeah. So it's working, and I'm just looking over my shoulder, looking to see how far I am. And when I finally get back. And I didn't tell anybody, you know, what I was going on inside my brain that I had just had this near-death experience. Yeah, yeah. But I got back, and I got out, and my whole body just col- basically yeah. collapsed. Probably into into fucking a adrenaline and stuff. It, that's just what like, it was. It was the adrenaline. Because yeah. The adrenaline was so high because you're so scared. Yeah. This sounds so lame. <laughs> I know. I, I know what you mean. It's uh, But my body was... Like you said, you overestimated so how much you could adrenaline, do, yeah. and then it crashed. Yeah, and when it crashed, you, you start shaking a little bit, and I was just in a chair. I was just laying there. Yeah, it's crazy. You overestimated what you could do. I don't. I don't and know now what you it know. is. Swim. Now you know. Now the guy who was swimming, he's not in good shape. Yeah, he does not exercise. He weighs probably uh, twenty five pounds more than me. Mm-hmm. Swim. He could swim the whole lake from uh, front to back, hmm. end to end. Yeah, I can't swim. <laughs> 200 feet maybe, maybe floats start to lose it maybe floats better I don't know maybe I'm in worse shape than I thought but uh, I think I must be in a little worse shape than I think maybe, I, I don't I don't know what makes someone a better swimmer than someone else well I have started to exercise a little bit yeah not as much as I should but I sit all day you know my job is at a computer yeah and I sit all day and you get older and you're like, I've got to, even if you just, just getting older is enough to make you need to exercise. Oh yeah. Keep I definitely need to do more of that. So like in my mind, I'm just <clears throat> sitting every day, eight hours a day, whatever, working at the computer. And I'm just thinking, I, I've got to, I've got to do, I got to at least lift something heavy for 10 minutes. A day. <laughs> it's extra hard because I've got yeah. kids who like to help me. Yeah. You know, if they ever see me lifting a barbell, uh, they both want to come help. Oh, that's funny. Not help. <clears throat> that is funny. My little four-year-old tries to pick it up. It's like, stop, you're going to hurt yourself, <laughs> which that little four-year-old body, I could throw her across the room and she'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. This little body. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> when you start getting older, we're like a rubber ball. Both in our 30s, the body doesn't come back. Remember Hustle and Flow? Yeah. Cut them fans. Kill them fans. Kill them fans. <laughs> Where they had all the uh, egg crates stapled to the wall. Ooh, that's a good movie. Yeah. I like it. I tried to get Tanya to watch it. She's like, I'm not watching that. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Tanya's so funny. She, it's my <laughs> wife's name. She, um, she has a strong sense of identity. Yeah. And part of that identity is she knows what she likes and she knows what she doesn't like. Yeah, so that, that's true. If she doesn't want to watch it, I don't want to watch that. That's, yeah. that's it. End of story. I don't want to watch it. Supposedly, Terrence Howard is a real, I don't know, hard to work with. He's got an attitude. Oh, damn. Yeah, something like that. So anyway, it is wild to think about the abuse that your body can take. Yeah. All these music musicians, all these musicians, if I can say it correctly. All these musicians that fill themselves with uh, heroin and booze for yeah. 
years and years and years and years. And years. Is Lemmy still around? No, Lemmy? He's no, he's dead. Did he pass away? He died a couple years ago. How old was he? Do you know? He's pretty old. I, that's what I thought too. He was he was pretty old. I don't know. You know. I, <clears throat> Now I'm trying to think. I'm like, did he? I don't think he did heroin and stuff like that. He just drank a lot and probably did cocaine and speed. It's funny when you think when you compare that with our experience playing uh, in bands. Oh yeah, or were we the exact opposite of any of that? <laughs> I can't. Do, I can't do any of that stuff. None of that. He was seventy. Seventy. Yeah, you've made it. If you make it to seventy, yeah, you've made it. That's when your body he pretty much did it. It's falling apart anyway. Pretty much did it uh, <clears throat> up until he was pretty close to uh, the end of his life. Yeah, I know. At some point, he played some show, and he just like, I guess his voice or something gave out midway in the song, and he like, he kind of like broke down crying. He just you know told the audience like, "Sorry, man, I can't do it anymore," because mm. he just fucking, really fucking old and just you know drinking Jack Daniels every yeah. day. Well, I'm imagining, first of all, he had that stinking microphone. I don't know if he did it when he was older, but that stinking microphone, he'd keep it oh, so yeah. high. high. And so he'd have to crane his neck up just to sing into it. And yeah. imagine singing at hit that age with a microphone straight up in the air. Ace of spades. Yeah. The way he sang it. I don't know if that gave him any problems. I know, uh, it's a new order, I think. The bass player uh, had back problems. From like playing bass because he just like he just thought playing bass super low, like as low as you could possibly play it, lower than is possibly reasonable, and also really up high on the the strings, just like was perfect to just fuck his back up basically. I don't get that. <laughs> I have never gotten that. It cannot be comfortable. It can't be. Uh, I don't know. It just depends on where it you is. You used to play it pretty low. Yeah, I still play it. Was not, it not low low? Or were you just trying to look cool? Well, I like it better. It's uncomfortably play like up here because my arm gets tired. Yeah, but you but it just, you can just feel your that story is perfect because you can just feel your back. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that, the 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 key line there is uh, he was doing it far far further than it was reasonable. He was yeah. like, it was like at his knees. He probably had one of those acrylic guitars that weighs two hundred pounds. Oh, probably it's like the eighties. <laughs> those things are so yeah. stupid. <laughs> Have you ever picked? Do you remember going to the music store? You know, and just trying yeah. guitars. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And if you picked up one of those acrylic body guitars, yeah, it is stupid. How heavy those things are! I think some people just How would like you it. Ever have that? Well, you know, Doyle. You need, wheel, you, need a, <clears throat> you need it on a stand so you don't actually have to hang it off your back. Let's see, I'm trying to double check myself on something. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein from the uh, Misfits. I think he makes his own guitars, and he has his guitars like made of graphite or something. It's supposed to be exer- absurdly heavy. Why? I don't know. Yes, he just likes it. <laughs> Because those guys are all buff, right? In his just case, work out oh yeah. While he's oh, in his case, he's ripped. Yeah, yeah. Here's a well. I can't even feel it. I'm not gonna pick the computer up. Yeah, he's 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 jacked. I don't know where he's from or what he sounds like, but with that name or that stage name, I feel like he should sound kind of Transylvanian or oh. German or well, something. They're from New Jersey, so you perhaps know. you are a little Winnie boy and you you have trouble lifting the guitar. You but you are you are weakling. It's like the air to me. I can't even feel it. I lift it like it's nothing, like I lift you and throw you. Oh, yeah, it is a graphite body. Let me see. Graphite. Well, it doesn't say. I, I, if I remember correctly, it weighs a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I can never play the bass that low. Yeah. And I guess I, I probably played stuff pretty high, but it's like you can, you can, you have more facility 
Yeah. When it's higher, you can move your fingers better. Yeah. But whatever, I mean, it's, you know, everybody's body's different. Whatever yeah. you're used to, whatever. If you played, if you did anything long enough, you'd get used to it. True. I read a story about uh, a study they were doing on people. Uh, they were, I think, they were testing what the brain could uh, could accommodate. Yeah. How you, how plastic your brain, you know, how your ability to adapt to weird yeah. situations. So they would put these goggles on people that made everything upside down. Interesting. And then they were supposed to just function normally with the goggles like that. Yeah. And of course, it was really weird at first, but in a very short amount of time, the brain adapts. Yeah, you can get used to anything. Anything. Yeah. It's kind of if you wanted to play a guitar down to your toe, you know, where the guitar is laying on your toes, you could reach down and learn to play the bass that way. Yeah, you you can. Yeah, if you want to (laughs) deal with the back problems that come later on. Or it could be like uh, propaganda where all those guys just play their guitars up their fucking chins like a bunch of dorks. It, do, it really does look dorky. <laughs> Speaking of ad- adapting, I don't actually like solve problems. I just like adjust my life around the problem. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an example I, of that? Uh, what is a good example? I know this is the problem with my brain. I'm really bad at recalling information. I understand. I have the same problem. But like, I don't know, like if something's broken, I won't just like get a new one. Oh, I can think of a good example. Back when I used to have a drum set, uh, you know, for most of that time, I I never had like an actual drum throne, just because the one I had broke, and I never got another one. I just got a stool and just lived with it. Yeah, just like a regular hard stool that was uncomfortable to sit on after a while. Yeah, I think we even took that to shows. Now that I think so about funny. it, <laughs> you look back at stuff like that, and you're like, yeah. I look back at a lot of things in the past, I'm just, and I just shake my head like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get myself. <laughs> oh, ev- yeah, even in my room recently, now that I think about it, uh-huh. I, you know, I really need an ottoman so I can be a little more comfortable sitting there when I'm playing my video games, playing Shin Megami Tensei Five. Yeah. But I just, I, I haven't ever bought one. I had this, like, basket that was just, like, made of wire. Yeah. And just had some, like, fabric around it. I just turned it upside down and used that until it just, like, completely broke. It was just, like, <laughs> half of the prongs, like, like the metal wire came off of it. And I just Have had to throw it away. Tim, uh, Tim Ferriss? I'm aware of him, yeah. He wrote that book, The 4-Hour Work Week, yeah. which I bought. Uh, when, it was a long time ago when it came out, but yeah. I bought that. <clears throat> he's one of the, he's, he's the kind of, he's like the opposite of what we're talking about where he tries to optimize everything. I don't yeah. know what he's doing now, but that's what he used to do. Yeah. Where he's like, how, what's the shortest amount of time I can get buff? Yeah. Uh, what's the quickest amount of time I can learn a foreign language? What's the, how can I hack this? How can I, <laughs> how can I life hack this? How yeah. can I optimize that? And yeah. It was all about getting the most out of the least amount of effort. Yeah. Which is incredible. I mean, I, I uh, applaud that, but... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get better about it. I'm better than I used to be. Yeah, about a lot of that stuff. About just, like, not just adapting myself to the problem, but yeah. just actually fixing the problem. Hey, gee, let's just fix the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm better now than I used to be. So people talk about setting up streams of passive income, and you basically don't have... I guess the dream is you don't have to work anymore. You just set these streams up, and you yeah. get all this money coming in. And I get it, but I was thinking about, let's think about the streams of passive income that you could set up. Oh, I guess I could write a New York Times bestselling book. Yeah. And then, you know, the books would just sell themselves after that. Easy. Nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. I could, oh, I know, I could record a, a 
I could record some music that people love. Yeah. And then people will love it so much that so just easy. continuously <laughs> buy it. It sounds then, so easy. And then I'll have passive income. The yeah. album will just continue to sell. Or um There's oh, a, I know what I'll do. I'll create a I'll create a character yeah. that people love, an intellectual property that just that uh <laughs> a viral, you know, something like Yeah, yeah. Uh, something like Paw Patrol that my kids like. Yeah, yeah. With these characters, and then I'll let I'll make that go viral. I'll make books, and then Netflix will ask to do a yeah, series, yeah. and then uh, I'll get a toy deal, and all that money will be passive income. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's so many ways that you can create streams of passive income where you don't have to do anything yeah. after you've done the initial work. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll I'll create prints of my artwork, my watercolor paintings. And then uh, I'll just make these prints and have some have some made, and then I can just sell them, yeah. you know, uh, infinitely. After well, I think that. with Those the passive income, will you just need, continually buy you them. You need lots of them. You need lots of streams. <laughs> that that does make me think of that Maria Bamford bit. I can't uh, do, but it's like this fictitious guy who's talking to her and just like, oh yeah, if I were a comedian, I'd just make a show like Seinfeld, just fucking coast. Hell yeah! And she's like, yeah, yeah, I would do that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what I'll do. Yeah, I'll create a gumroad cre- course of teaching people how to draw. <laughs> Everyone will buy it, and I will just continually buy it, and I'll make money that way. Yeah. Oh, I've got an idea. I'll set up a drop ship. St- I'll make a store on Redbubble, uh, a t-shirt store. Yeah, and I'll make all my t-shirt designs and hat designs, and underwear and bags and phone cases. And then I'll just make a bunch of designs and and uh, advertise it, and then people will just. Yeah, yeah. Trip over themselves to hand me money for the rest of my life. Passive income, nothing to it. Yeah. You just need, you know, <laughs> 50 of those. And 50 things like that. Of course, people would be listening to this and thinking, oh, idiot, fool. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I am an idiot. <laughs> Joke's on you. But people talk about passive income like, dude, dude, if you can't make money on the internet, what is you, stupid? Uh, I guess so. Because yeah, it's not, I have, I have it's no not as do easy it. as some people make it sound. But you can't just decide, oh, I'm going to write a book and then sell the book. Because yeah. guess what? There are a lot of books, and most of them stink. Yeah. And even if yours is good, I could pay half your price for a book that's great by an author I already know. Yeah. Nobody wants to buy your artwork. Even if it's good, nobody cares. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. You just got to find your little... Nobody wants to read your comic book. Your little niche. Nobody wants to listen to your music. This sounds really... It is negative. Like, (laughs) really. I mean, it's not quite true. (laughs) I don't mean it as as badly as it sounds right now. There are some magic people in this world who could do... Who could probably do these things. Yeah. Well, obviously, there are people who do do it all Mm -hmm. the time. Beeple exists who sold, what, a a $69 million... NFT. Yeah. Now, how many people? Uh-huh, can, 69. Yeah. The, the amount of people that succeed at, to a high degree in any venture is going to be tiny percentage. Yeah. Compared to the number of people who do it. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that you should not try to do these things. And the more that you, the more that you try, you only have to succeed once. Really? Uh, that's true, yeah. Once you go over and people know who you are and you've got some clout, then you can just keep it going, and that's way easier. Yeah. So you only have to succeed once, and, and you can't succeed if you don't keep trying. And the more times that you try, the more chances you give yourself for something to work. 
but man, it's, it's all tough. I mean, ultimately, if you're making any kind of uh, art or anything like that, you just got to enjoy doing it, basically. Yeah. We don't have... You can hustle it, but you, you have to enjoy it in the first place. You know what I think is helpful is being the type of person who's very comfortable paying a lot of money for advertising. Maybe you could make $5,000 a month on something if you spent $3,000 a month on advertising, and that would be worth it. Yeah. But you have to be willing to spend the $3,000 be, yeah. a month on advertising. So that's, I, yeah. I feel like I've crossed over. Uh, I mean, I'm not doing that, <laughs> but just, just knowing that people do that, it's like, oh, it's like a sort of a revelation, a window, a door is open. Yeah, yeah. This idea has floated in well, the hey, brain. Better late than never. That you make a thing and then you spend a ton of money just getting people. For mm-hmm. instance, if, if I'm selling a book, which I do have a book for sale on my site. Yeah. If I get this many people to come to my site and I know that 1% will buy the book, then you can, if, if long, as long as that math holds, you can, you can make that work. You can spend the money, spend a certain amount of money, and then yeah. make sure you get the right return. So, man, business is hard. Probably true. Business is hard. Yeah. (laughs) I I assume. I I just want to make something and have people buy it. I don't do much of it. (laughs) I just make the things I enjoy making. Yeah. I really, I really do have a lot of respect for for marketer types who can, yeah, who can make it, make anything work. Yeah, Yeah. It's incredible. Build the hype. Yeah. People who, who build the hype machine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to think about this, do something like that one day. Higher hype, man. But not to the degree where you just become such a complete shill that you become gross. Yeah. It's, you look at the long form sales letter, you know, where like you go to a website and you scroll down infinitely. Yeah, it's just it's an just, endless here, website. Here are testimonials. Here's how it's... I know that stuff works, but but when you go too far down that sort of really marketer style yeah. marketing. It, it gets, yeah, just, I don't, I don't like any of that shit. <laughs> ugh. What kind of projects are you working on right now? Right now? Well, I, I may or may not finish my Fama tracker song I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, and for people who don't know, Fama tracker is a Nintendo, they're Nintendo it, sounds, right? Yeah. It basically emulates the, uh, Nintendo hardware. Yeah. So you get that old beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, and you can emulate the, uh, the Famicom sound chips that we didn't get here in the U.S. too, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. They sounded better, yeah. I need to get back to work on an EP I was working on of just mm-hmm. chill versions of Shin Megami Tensei songs. Mm-hmm. Preferably songs that aren't chill before I do the treatment to them. Yeah, right, right. Well, you want to transform it in some yeah. way to make it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been working on another... I have one book, like a children's book, but I've been working on another book. Yeah. But I'm taking forever on it. I'm busy with other stuff, you know. Plus, well, yeah, yeah. And I would just work a ton more, but I have two kids, which complicates everything. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I do one song a month, and I would do more than that if I didn't have to work a fucking 40-hour-a-week job. So, you know. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, well, we all have to, I guess. So, everybody, give me your fucking money. <laughs> give Go to the Patreon at... <laughs> Patreon slash give me your monies. I should open a coffee. A what? It's like it's kind of like Patreon, but it's a one time. Oh, people like can donate donation? like one time, yeah. And you can have um you can set it up for things where like if you donate this amount, I'll do X, Y, or Z. Sounds sort of like 
GoFundMe? It's like Patreon, but less committal. <laughs> yeah. Because supposedly with Patreon... It's, for pa- it's Patreon for people who don't like Patreon. These comic book guys were killing it on uh, GoFundMe? Not GoFundMe. Kickstarter? Probably. Kickstarter, yeah. probably. What's the other one? There's another one. Indiegogo? Maybe that one. I think they started using one and switched to another one. Yeah. But they were killing it for a while. You can if you can build the hype. Yeah. It's Get people interested. Yeah. Much respect to guys who can build the hype. Oh, yeah. Plus, the algorithm is always either your best friend or your greatest enemy. You could be nothing, nobody's paying yeah. attention, and then for some reason you're you get on the algorithm's radar, bam, blow up. Yeah, I never know why certain things hit or you more could, than others. You could have millions of views on a video, and then that, something goes wrong with the algorithm, and your views are cut in half. Yeah, maybe not millions. I don't know. There's well, probably, I know there's probably a point at which your sheer popularity. I, I was going to say there's probably a point at which your sheer popularity defeats the algorithm, but. I take that back. I don't. I don't think that's the case, but it will be uh, lessened if you're super popular, versus if you're like just like barely popular enough to like make a living. Yeah, and the algorithm can really screw you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why things hit. I mean, I have songs that like some songs I thought would be like a certified banger. They just do nothing. Right, <laughs> and then some songs like my uh, that first Vampire the Masquerade song I uploaded. In my mind, I like that song a lot. I think it's great. I thought everyone else would think it was boring. And it's my most viewed song on YouTube right now. I have learned that when you make things, so you're your yeah. own worst enemy whenever, whenever you're an artist, artist yeah. type or when you make, well, you don't have to be artist type. It's whenever you make stuff. Yeah. Write, make music, paint, whatever it is. You're going to hate, unless you're that, lo- there are some people who just love their stuff, which yeah. is awesome. Oh, but, oh, don't get it twisted. I like my stuff. Like I said, <laughs> the song I just mentioned, I like that song. It's a great song. I thought everyone else would be like, oh, this is boring and right, right, right. ignored. No, but what I was getting at is you cannot evaluate for the, w- the reason that you yeah. just said, you have no idea what other people yeah, are going to yeah, think about. Exactly. So something that you made that you think is just blah. Yeah. People might be like, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And then what something that you make that you think is the most incredible, most original and interesting thing ever, everybody else could just yep. completely <laughs> ignore. Yeah. Or think, eh, it's fine. Whatever. It's all right. And that's kind of why I'm just like, eh, just don't worry about it. Just put out what I put out. People like it. They like I just it. put stuff out now. Yeah. I can't judge it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know that something is just bad. You don't have to put that out because you know. But when you make something, you're like, I just don't really like it. Just put it out. Yeah. Because it might be great. Sometimes I, it's weird when you make something. I, I make a lot of visual art because I'm a, a graphic designer and I'm an illustrator. Yeah. So I make illustrations. I make, uh, you know, I, uh, design, like design uh, layouts for brochures and stuff like that all the time. And what happens is sometimes you just bang it out. You just yeah. know what you're going to do. Uh, not, that's not what usually happens to me, but yeah. that does happen. But sometimes you'll be working on something and you're working on it, working on it, and you're trying things and you're looking at it and you're like, ah, I just don't know what is happening. I, I can't tell. You look at it for long enough, you work at it on, on it long enough, you can't tell if, if it's good, if it's bad, if it's ugly, beautiful. Yep. You, can't, you can't even tell what is happening in your universe. So you might as well just put it out. You don't know. You can't tell. You can't judge. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. you feel like that and then you come back next next day or the next week or a month later and you look at it and you're like, oh, that was actually 
Killer. I love that. Yeah, yeah. But you could not see it at the time. It's a trick of your perception. It's weird. I don't know why that happens. Yeah, no, it's weird. Why can the thing that you made look stupid one day and amazing the next? Brains, man. He's brains. I mean, sometimes it's just when you get fixated on some small detail. Yeah. And you blow it out of proportion in your head. It happens a lot to me when I'm trying something new. Yeah. Trying to develop a new technique or you're trying to be a little adventurous. Yeah. You just don't know if it works. Because you look at... So my kids are young, which means I watch... Uh, I see a lot of kids' shows and read kids' books. And you see some stuff that looks terrible. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of Pete the Cat? I have not. Look at some pictures of Pete the Cat. <laughs> the artwork. Oh, yeah. That's Look at awesome. This. Look at this. <laughs> that's fucking dope. I kind of like that, actually. Well, obviously, there's, a, there's something to it because it's massively popular. They watch a show called Kitty Cats. Kitty Cats. It's, it's crap. <laughs> when I say that about art, things can be crappy but great at the same time. And that sounds stupid. But something can be primitive, but there still be a charm. Yeah. Still be something compelling about it. Yeah. I get, you have to take what I'm saying with a little bit of, of a grain of salt. When I say it looks like crap, Pete the Cat... It is messy. Look, I, I know what you it mean. It looks like something a kindergartner would do. Yeah. Obviously, there's a charm to it or it would not work. But you look at something like that and you're like, I just don't know what works in the world. <laughs> I don't look, know. What, my, I, my, what am I doing? All of my favorite <laughs> records probably sound like shit to most people. I love that kind of stuff. But now I know exactly what you mean. But now here's what's funny. Pete the Cat. Okay. Pete the Cat looks primitive. Yeah. You could say it looks like crap. I just did two seconds ago. Yeah. If someone hired me, if someone hired me to illustrate their book and I gave them something that looked like that, yeah. I cannot imagine they'd be pleased with it. <laughs> I yeah. would not be pleased for sending it. And yet that artwork, yeah. ha, ha, that artwork can s propel you into the stratosphere of book sales. Couldn't couldn't submit that to somebody. It's, that's one of the difficult things when you're working with clients. Yeah. Anything artistic. That that kind of thing they don't understand. Yeah. Like work like for instance, making a logo for somebody. They'll say, I don't like the color blue. Well, it's like who this sounds silly because they're the one paying for it, but it's like, who cares what color you like? Yeah. This is not for you. This is for your audience, your potential clients. I mean, that's true, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's not really about specific details especially when you're talking about like recording music and stuff like that it's not like like what the snare drum sounds like or whatever it's about the whole thing yeah so like i mean you know if you don't like the color blue that's fine but like if it works for the logo mm -hmm. as a whole yeah it's fine yeah it'll work you might give them some pete the cat art and they say this looks like crap yeah and you as the artist could say look i i feel you i get what you're saying but this is for kids they will love it yeah, for reasons you can't understand, just trust <laughs> me. Do it. And you're just like, look, I do this every day. Please just listen to me. Please. <laughs> I would love to say that to people, but sometimes I'm wrong. So I don't want to say, I don't want to insist on something and then be wrong. I mean, sometimes gotta, I do. Just got to project that energy. No, no, this is it. This is, this is the one. Yeah. I'm not redoing it. Yeah. This is the one you're getting. Hey, I'll do it again if you pay me again. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Pay me twice, baby. <laughs> Pay me twice, boy. <laughs>
You got to pay me, son. Isn't that what Flavor Flav said? Oh, yeah. Cat Williams said, you don't expect to learn from somebody wearing a Viking mask and a clock around his neck. A clock with the wrong time on it, yeah. <laughs> said, I don't give a fuck what they think about me because they got to pay me, boy. He said, Flavor, don't you understand what they're doing to you? Yeah. They're making fun of you. Yeah. And he said, I don't care. You got to pay me, boy. <laughs> he, he, he knows what he's about. <laughs> I wonder if Cat Williams oh, flavor is sitting. Flav. In, you think Cat Williams is sitting in jail right now? Oh, I don't know. Punching somebody or uh, kicking a kid or having weed in his pocket or who knows? Street Cat, racing. Cat Williams, what are you doing right All now? All the things that he does. I feel like he's probably not. What's up with Cat? Did Cat Williams retire? I don't think so. I don't know if I've ever seen someone sweat as much as he does on. Stage. Oh yeah, it's insane. He looks like he's doing. Uh, he looks like he's doing – well, he is doing crazy exercise. He's running back and forth, yelling at the top of his lungs. The, well, the most recent legal thing on Wikipedia, which may or may not be accurate, October 6, 2018, Williams was arrested in, in uh, Portland, Oregon, on a charge of assault in fourth degree. <clears throat> After he assaulted a town car driver during an argument about his dog, he was additionally arrested on an outstanding warrant from Georgia. Did you say assault in the fourth degree? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What that there means. are four degrees of assault. I guess that sounds like a lot of degrees of assault. I don't know what it is. I have to finish that Beatles documentary. I guess. Oh, get back. It's long though, isn't it? Yeah, I've watched. I think each episode is like two hours. I've it watched just, about half hour of it so yeah. far. Is that you said you watched about? I I don't remember how much I watched. I think maybe forty five minutes or something. Yeah. I, like I know it. it's cool. I just put it on the background though. It's heavily edited, it. but it's really cool just to see him bang. Even when they're just banging around. Yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. I actually I actually have a higher opinion of their singing abilities after watching that video. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I never thought I mean, I don't I don't think any of them sound bad. Yeah. Obviously not. I never thought of any of them as particularly great singers, but when I was watching that video, I was like, wow, you guys sound really good. Well, yeah. Paul McCartney is belting it out. Yep. It sounded great. Ringo playing his song that he made up. <laughs> and an octopus is golden in the shade. You gonna buy any of Snoop Dogg's NFTs? Uh, I am not. Decentralized dog. I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> uh, did you know that Martha Stewart has NFTs and you could buy them? I 100% believe that. You need to, when you get a minute, you need to go on and just search for Martha Stewart's NFTs. So it'll have, I, one was like a picture of her. Maybe it was a picture of her in the kitchen. Yeah. Then it animates to a, you know, it changes to a white screen and then text is slowly appearing, telling some story about Thanksgiving when she was growing up. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's sold. I was looking at that and thinking, who's buying Martha Stewart's <laughs> NFTs? Are her fan, does her fan base buy NFTs? I, Could you imagine? Somebody's look, looking at Martha's magazine and like, oh, Martha's NFTs are for sale. I better go check that out. Let me break out my MetaMask wallet and go <laughs> check out these NFTs. Look, and NFTs are just far outside of I my, know we talked about this, but... <laughs> I, I don't understand why anyone would pay for it, aside from just the fact that it's a scam that people are going to scam other people with. <laughs> just like well uh, the speculation of, of nfts is entirely based on that whereas somebody else is going to buy it from you yeah 
I'm going to buy all of Martha Stewart's NFTs. I feel like we've talked about cryptocurrency and stuff like that a lot recently, but there is this story about the uh, Tolkien estate. Yeah. You know, J.R.R. Tolkien shutting down a Lord of the Rings cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? I saw somebody made the pun on uh, Twitter. Non-fungible Tolkien. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll look at this NPR version of the story. Ooh, NPR. The estate of fantasy writer... Fantasy writer. That's so funny that you even have to explain who J.R.R. Tolkien is. Probably just a habit. Yeah, I understand. The estate of fantasy writer J.R.R. Tolkien has successfully blocked a cryptocurrency called J.R.R. Token. <laughs> Boo! Look, how can you not... It should be shut down just for you calling it that. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, The Tolkien estate sued a cryptocurrency developer for naming his blockchain invention J.R.R. Token. (laughs) Tokens being the common cryptocurrency term. Thank you. Thou shall not mint. That's all there is to it. I guess Gandalf didn't say thou. He (laughs) said you. You shall not mint. Oh my God! Now we're <laughs> you shall not mint. <laughs> so oh Lord! <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson keeps tweeting something sad and weird. You know what I don't like about Neil deGrasse Tyson? What's that? And this may be unfair, but he seems so corporate to me. You know what I mean? Like the vibe, like corporate vibe. Yeah. Anything that takes one step past sort of the corporate party line, yeah, he will not say. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about man. that. He just seems like one of those like I'm actually guys. I'm actually that's not that's not how uh, how, how stars form or whatever. The famed astrophysicist and science popularizer took to Twitter on <laughs> Wednesday to post a weird potential cry for help. This is from something called the Bite, but I found it on Futurism.com. Mm-hmm. In a mirror, you can kiss yourself only on the lips, Tyson tweeted. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's true. Sure, this might seem like a typical in, uh, in, NDT uh, shower thoughts type post. However, one Twitter user dug deeper and found that he seems to have tweeted variations of this same message a lot through the years. Hmm. And it shows this tweet where he's showing the same message uh, four times. Over the years. Interesting. Hmm. His programming is is corrupted. <laughs> He's got to be sent back to the factory for recalibration. Yeah, his his uh, his cycle is messed up. His programming is off. Tyson yeah. hot. <laughs> I haven't even thought about Neil deGrasse Tyson forever. <laughs> Me neither. Him yeah. or Bill Nye the science guy. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Did you watch that when you were a kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love Bill Nye. It's great. I don't remember ever watching yeah. it. I mean, I haven't seen it forever, but it was a great show when I was a kid. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that he's kind of an asshole <laughs> outside of the show, though. It seems evident that he is. Yeah. I meant to tell you this earlier, but <clears throat> I was coming to your house to record this. It was like the perfect time of day the entire time I was driving. The sun oh, was yeah. perfectly in my eyes, <laughs> blinding me. And I tried to take the dash, I pushed it down and... Pushed it over to the side to block yeah. the sun, which kind of worked. This morning, I was working at the computer, and the sun peeks down, shines right in my eye, and I have to hunch over 
just to <laughs> be able to work without blinding myself. So the sun has been my enemy all day. And I mentioned earlier when I went to Flagstaff, I've been to Flagstaff a couple times Yeah, in Arizona. And uh, my most of my memories there are just getting there at the perfect time of day and leaving the perfect time of day for the sun to just be right in my eyes. Whenever I picked up the kids from grandma's yeah, uh, years ago, a couple years ago, the whenever I would leave, the sun was perfectly in my face. It's the yeah. equivalent of drunk driving. You can't see what you're doing. Yeah, the sun is in your eyes. You can't see the road. You feel like you could kill somebody. I I actually remember when I think I was in high school still. That um, going up a hill and the sun was in my eyes. I couldn't see anything. I was just driving, and all of a sudden the sun went out of the way, and there was just a car stopped, and I yeah. had to like slam on my brakes. <laughs> just. A car almost hit me yesterday. Fun. I was in the car with Tanya. We were driving through town. So imagine a T-shape. Yeah. So I pull up to a traffic light. I have a green light. Now, the road right next to me, you know, you can make a right-hand turn on red, yeah. which is fine. But the, the, the whole trick of that is there has to be no traffic coming. Yeah, yeah. So I have a green light. I'm going straight. This car next to me, is pulling into the lane, happening almost in slow motion, so you have time to think about yeah. what's going on. They're not slowing down. This car is going to hit me. The speed was completely constant, even though, even when they got really close to me, insanity. So anyway, at a certain point, I'm like, okay, I'm about to get hit by this car. So I hit the gas and and just sort of barely yeah. got by before it runs into the side of the. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> God Almighty. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I oh no, there's some weird shit like that. I remember, uh, God, I wish I could remember the details of the story, but I was going through a traffic light, and my light was green. The other side was red, you know, going the other way, and some truck just barreled through the red light and and just held their horn down like I was wrong. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, I love that. Um, my kid, my youngest, is a terrible sleeper, and I used there was a a point where. I would put him to sleep in the car, and there was a, there and there was a short period of time too where sometimes it was so bad that I would take him out uh, in the middle of the night. Yeah, like I'm talking three o'clock in the morning, and so I'm driving around at three o'clock in the morning yeah. just so he can he'll sleep. <laughs> I was driving through town. Of course, at that time of night, nothing, nothing's happening. Yeah, no cars, no nothing. But I'm going through the the main downtown area. And as I'm driving through, I see headlights and then I see a bunch of police lights. So I pull over and this car zooms by. I mean, it had been going like a hundred something mile per hour. And there were five police cars behind it. Oh, that's insane. (laughs) Which, I don't know, that's one of the cool things, I guess, about being out. True. When no one's supposed to be out. True. That was cool. that is insane. Yeah. Good lord, that was crazy. I did read about that guy getting picked up in the paper a while back. Yeah, I'm sure he did something. Did you know? Uh, do you remember what's his name? Aaron Carter. The you remember that guy? Yeah, not the Backstreet Boy. The Am I getting the name brother. wrong? His brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brother. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Did you know he got arrested in our? I did know that actually. I saw something about that. Recently, yep. It's like I didn't even know that happened. I think it was like Baldwin or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. I don't know what it was for. It was like weed or something. Yeah. <sighs> Life takes you places. Right to jail. 
I think that's enough for today. You have any music uh, suggestions? Yeah. I know it's been, maybe it's been see. too soon since the last one. What have I been listening to? Hang on. Any New Zealand, any music from uh, <laughs> Australia. South Africa or Austria? Uh, Some Siberian rock? Siberian rock. I yeah. don't know. Uh, let me see. Something from Antigua? Hawaiian noise rock? Hawaiian noise rock. Maybe some Canadian rap. Well, hey, what do you need Canadian rap for? You got uh, snow. <laughs> oh, I did go through a little bit of a Chicago punk phase recently. But that was because I was having a real like pre-internet moment, you know, where you're trying to think of something mm-hmm. and you can't think of what it is. So it's just like bugging the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it was just, it was a Chicago punk. Band. The band was End Result, by the way. Uh-huh. But I could not think of the name. And I remember where I heard it, it was this documentary about Chicago punk called uh-huh. You Weren't There. And I rewatched the entire documentary because I couldn't remember what the band name was. It was a two-hour documentary. Uh-huh. And oh, I just so you could see the one, the name of the Yeah, band. I tried to scrub through it and find it, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't find it, so I just watched the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a good documentary. It's kind of cool. So I was listening to some uh, Big Black, of course, one of my favorite bands ever. Big Black? Yeah. Uh, Listen to some Effigies, some uh, Naked Ray Gun. Oh, the the proper way to do this would we get zapped? I mean, could we just play clips of these bands sometime in the future? I mean, it might be a while before we have that capability. Uh, but sometime in the future, when we when we can play clips properly, we need to do a, a band show and just talk about some bands. Yeah, we can do fun. that. I think I seem to remember that you can play like seven seconds of copyright music for it'll ding you or something. I don't know. You'd have to look that up though. Yeah, which these bands are not going to copyright hit us. I don't. I wouldn't think. Depends on which ones, I guess. I don't think so. I don't think any of them would. If you play, if you played, I don't know, Prince. Yeah. Gonna get you. Yeah. Sting, maybe. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it should because I don't black. think the labels would yeah. care. Yeah. And I know the bands definitely wouldn't. We we'll have to think about that for the future. Yeah. Well, I think we'll call it right there. That's been. It's good. That was fun. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. Ding.